0: number one talk show The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan on Cork's 96FM Good morning everybody 1850-715-996 Text us 083-396-9696 and the email opinion at 96 fm. ie. We've been working on this one for a little while uh, Jerk Johan, Councillor Jerk Johan It's a bit of a story for us about air code. Do you know your air code? The air code on your house. I happen to know mine. Uh, There's one here at work. I don't know what it is. Do you know the air code on your house? Ger, good morning to you. Hi, good morning, DJ. How are you? Good. You came across a distressing story given to you by a constituent, I think, about calling an ambulance, Ger. Take it from the start. What happened?
1: Yeah. I, I got a phone call there, PJ, um, from an, an elderly lady living on her own. Um, she went to bed uh, the night before she got up. The next morning she fell on her bedroom floor and was un- unable to move. Um, right. She was able to reach the landline phone, so she dialed 999. But she got through to the operator and she explained the name and address what whatnot. So, but the operator insisted on getting the postal code and unfortunately the lady in question couldn't give it because her phone diary and mobile phone
0: was downstairs in the kitchen and she was upstairs in the bedroom, unable to move. This was the 999 operator
1: wanted this, Yes, huh? yes. So um, the phone call was ended at that uh, right through the day.
0: So hold on when 999 operator couldn't get the air code from her, did they end the call?
1: He said he can't help he can't help her in this situation so the phone call ended the lady went through that day that night and the next morning again she died 999 again Uh, same operator Uh, he was taken aback this time that the lady was still in the same position but again he insisted on the area code, and he can't help her. So the phone call ended again. But you have to bear in mind, PJ, uh, what the lady had to do in the meantime, Uh, luckily to keep her hydrated, she used, she drank the water out of her hot water bottle, uh, and she had two little kind of mandarin on her bedside locker, which kept her hydrated for the the couple of days. So so
0: you're saying 24 hours later, she rang again, Got right in, a 999 operator again, yeah, and went through the whole thing again. And again, the operator ended the call and said, without basically without the air code, couldn't do it.
1: Absolutely, correct. But you, you have to be on mind this elderly lady, no PJ, is um, she's a total lady, very educated, very intelligent. She she. She knew what she was doing, but unfortunately she she wasn't able to get help. Sure. And she, and she wasn't able to shout for help as well, which is, which is a worry as so. yes. well. Yes, yes, So, you're going back into the third day, then a neighbour of hers noticed that she wasn't around. Uh, a friend of hers was due to call that day. Um, they knocked on her door, no answer. Um, the guards were called this time, and the neighbour um, was able to help her, and the ambulance came. They broke through her back door, upstairs, and took the lady away. She she ended up in hospital for four days after that. Wow. It's, look, thankfully she's okay, and she's, I was only speaking to her lady there, she's in good form. But the issue is that, why did this happen, and how are we going to prevent it from happening again? Like, me, for example, PJ, I don't know my postal code off, off my head. I have it written down at home, but I would know it off my head, and I think that would be the case for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Oh. It would be. I, I, I happen to know mine by heart, I know that, but, but my wife wouldn't, for argument's sake.
1: Yeah. And I think, more again, I, I can only speak for myself, but I think people in general wouldn't know the postal code. So, like, even the basic... And,
0: and since when, Ger, has it been a requirement, when you dial 999, to give a postal code?
1: Okay, I have no idea, PJ. I thought n- a number on a house, uh, an estate, a road number, something, w- would suffice. Yeah. But.
0: And, and without giving away the location of where this lady lives, because we wouldn't want to do that, I mean, yeah. I take it she doesn't live out in the middle of nowhere or oh,
1: anything? No. In a housing estate.
0: In a housing estate? Yeah, detached house. It is, uh,
1: it's a worry. I, I think I that's why and Bring it to people's attention.
0: <laughs> did Did you contact the HSC and ask them anything about it? Did you contact did. the ambulance I, service?
1: I did. I got through to the HSC. I emailed the details. Uh, they said they investigated. They came back and said there was no records of nine 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 from that number from those dates. But in the meantime, I asked the lady in question to get an itemised bill from our phone supplier, which she did, which took took a while to get, and did. It's there. It's recorded. 99 uh, calls are recorded.
0: So her dialing the calls is recorded but they say they don't have a record of getting them. No.
1: Which is... It's... It's baffling me and to the worry as well, PJ.
0: Did you ask the HSE or ask anyone whether it is a policy to insist on an air
1: code? I didn't, to be honest with you. And the point is a great thing but maybe I should have done that and followed it up better than what I did. But as I said... I think if you're in 999, an address, host number should
0: suffice. I know we were all told in the last couple of years to write down the air code by your phone or memorise it or stick it in your diary or something, yeah. but you you, sh- you shouldn't want to be able to quote your air code if you're lying on your bedroom floor injured and unable to get up.
1: Yeah, And in fairness to the lady in question, she had all those details, but unfortunately they were downstairs with her mobile phone on the kitchen table, and she couldn't reach it.
0: And she obviously explained this to the person on the end of the phone? She did indeed. She gave the, the, the number of the house, the address, the whole lot, and still
1: no no help. And thankfully for her neighbour and her people that was due to call, on two or three days later, who knows? I Actually,
0: ask. I meant to ask, when they did call, burst in the door a couple of days later, and called the guards and... Realised how serious this situation now was. Did they still have to give the air code to get an ambulance out to her?
1: The neighbour, uh, I understand, was able to give the air code, right. which is, again, it's it's something that I, I I think it's worrying. My personally, I think it's worrying, uh, PJ. So, whether the HSC can come back and confirm that. Yes, you do need a an air code to get an ambulance to you. I think by, if you do 999, it goes to a call centre in Limerick, is what I better understand.
0: And a housing estate, a numbered house Number in a home. housing estate, in a suburb of the city, yeah. isn't enough?
1: No, absolutely not. And this this is true first-hand experience uh, with this lady. But again, thankfully, she she's, she's recovered as so such like, but it, it could have been a lot worse.
0: Indeed, it could. Jer, thanks for bringing that to our attention this morning.
1: Grace Pleasure. Thank you.
0: Councillor so, Jer, Kilhan, we did contact HSE. They tell us that they have a no record of the ambulance service receiving a call from that lady. But yet, according to Councillor Kilhan, her records show two calls to 999. Gary Delaney from Locate Code. We won't have a whole pile of time. Gary. But this thing, they're, they're, do you have to have a code of some kind to get an ambulance now? Do you know? No. Good morning.
2: <laughs> no, no. Good morning, PJ. No, absolutely not. And this is very important. First of all, let me say this is a horrible uh, situation. But I don't think that it's actually the HSE that we that you should be looking to for an answer to here, because when you dial nine 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 or one one two, that call is answered not by the HSE or the ambulance service, but by an independent. Uh, organization called ECAS, the Emergency Call Answering Service. And it's at that point they decide whether it's the Gardaí or the fire service or it's the ambulance service. And it sounds to me, from what you're saying, and I can't say whether this is, is true or not, but it sounds to me as as if that's where the call stopped. So the investigation should really be directed towards ECAS, emergency Call Answering Service in Dublin. It's, it's currently under contract with BT.
0: Mm. But do and they not they, communicate they, their dealings to HSE?
2: Oh, Sorry, they do. At the point where a call is taken and the caller says, I need an ambulance, then obviously it gets redirected then to the ambulance service. But it sounds to me from what I'm hearing and what you've been saying on the radio and the story as, as represented, is that this call broke down at the first stage, which is where ECAS takes the call and that's important. Now, that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is there is absolutely no requirement for a code whatsoever because if you think about it, a large percentage of locations around Ireland have no codes, whether it be air code and locate code. And as we know, PJ, we've talked many times over the years uh, about lo- uh, about air codes, but uh, locate code is now being taken on board by the ambulance service as well in addition to, to locate code to cover or in addition to air code to cover places that don't have a code an air code Good. at all but the point is that it would be only complicating people who are already stress in a stressful situation to be telling them Look, you have to have an air code. Now, I attended at a, a CFR a voluntary. What mm-hmm. I'm going to do, and... Gary,
0: I'm going to ask you to come back to me after the news because I, li- I have an ad break to run, and I need to come back to you for advice for people. Solid advice. We'll do that if you don't mind after the bulletin. That'd be great. I give them back to their D. Eighteen fifty seven one five nine nine six. You do not have to have a code, but we still need to get to the bottom what exactly happened here i got to go back to Gary Delaney from Locate Code just a sec to give you some information on what you need to do because it's not enough to try to memorise these codes. You need to write them down have them around the house. But at the same time, we being, it's being stressed upon us from all sides that you do not need your air code to call an ambulance. Yet, we've had more than one call now uh, echoing what Councillor your said to us but his constituent. They were asked for an air code. And there was a problem when they didn't have one. We also mentioned an ad in the course of the first hour uh, to do with it. And I managed to trace this. This this is a recent campaign about the air code. Have, a, have an asht for a minute here. Ambulance emergency. Can you confirm your phone number?
1: My mother's collapsed. She's breathing but not responding. Okay. What's the address of the emergency? She's only just moved here. It's near Kilmack. Don't worry. Do you have an air code? It'll help us find you faster. Hang on. It's here beside the phone. It's A65F4E2. I've got your location now. We'll be with you as soon as possible. I'm going to help you until they arrive. Use air
2: code and help the emergency service find you faster. So that's
0: a recent ad. Use air code and help the emergency service to find you faster. It doesn't mean that you need air code because you don't. Jerry's back on the line. Jared, that ad in particular might have given people the impression that they did need one, would you think?
2: Yes, PJ. Um, you and I actually talked about that ad at the time because the Association of Standards of Advertising in Ireland had actually judged that that ad was misleading but that they couldn't uh, impose any sanction because it was uh, promoted as a public service announcement. Yeah. Now, it's, it's very important to realise at this stage that that there's, there's, the confusion here is not coming from the ambulance service. So you heard an, an ambulance service call taker in that ad asking for an address. So that's their first point of call. These are very experienced people in the ambulance service. Um, the, the misleading part of that is to go on, well, if you don't have an address, it doesn't matter, we don't need an address at all, all we need is an air code. And that's not true either, because an air code can be wrong. So that's why that ad was looked at as being misleading. And in fact, you will remember we discussed the bit where Regina Doherty, the Minister of Social Welfare, told Dennis Nocton, who was responsible for that ad, the Minister for Communications, to close the loophole that allowed him to promote misleading information uh, as a, 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 a as a public service announcement. So the issue here is not the ambulance service, is not the HSE. In in I'm I'm suggesting that when this call was made. Uh, uh, report as reported by Councillor johan it went through to ECAS so that's the point where maybe there's there's confusion at this stage, not at the ambulance service
0: That's the emergency the call,
2: call answering service, which okay. is a is, is a service that, you know, obviously at some point inter, intermediary point somebody has to decide is this for the uh, ambulance service, is it the fire service, is it the Coast Guard, is, is it the Gardaí and then put you through to the appropriate service And so is that that's the part, outsourced, yeah?
0: Gary? Is that's that, outsourced.
2: That's yeah, a private company Yeah, BT answered that. And again, these are very well-trained people, so I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I think it's very unusual. But you're right, PJ. The problem here is confusion. There's a new ad just appeared on social media, and it features, again, the Minister for Communications sitting in an ambulance telling people to know their air code. Now, why is the Minister for Communications, who was responsible for the first misleading ad and is now responsible for the new ad that's saying, know your air code, why is he involved in this at all? Because the Minister for Communications has absolutely no input into how the ambulance service or the HSC do their business. Now, as you know, we had a lot of issues over the years with air code. So that's, that's there. An air code was designed as a postcode. It's not used by MPOST. So for all the things it was designed for, it's a failure. However, and this is, as, as a representative of low code, I have to be very clear here now, we're 100% behind air code, as a means of helping to save lives, of helping the ambulance service to get to patients more quickly. And because the ambulance service recognised that many, many places don't have an air code or Mm. the air code is missing or the air code misguides somebody trying to find it, they have also accepted locate code. And the guide that you, rang, you read out some of the points from is a guide that we've produced as nonpartisan. In other words, it supports air code as a yeah. primary code and locate code as a secondary it code. It has
0: both logos on it. So yes, yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. It, it promotes both. And in fact, we promote air code as the primary one. If it works for you, then use it. But as you rightly say, we say there it, it is needed, nor is locate code. If you have an address, and this woman lived in a in, a, in a, it sounds like a uh, street state. with a house and a number and all the rest, so an, uh, an air code probably would never have been needed at all. But I have to say that this confusion is coming from the Department of Communications, because what is happening here, and I'm going to be forthright with you, absolutely, because I'm supporting the ambulance service, I'm supporting the HSE here, that the uh, the Department of Communications is promoting air code and they're using. Uh, saving lives as a method to promote the code and get more people to use it and all those things. And in doing so, the Minister for communications sitting in an ambulance telling people that they should know their air code, not that they should write it down somewhere and make sure it's available to them, is ill-conceived, poor advice. And it's the kind of confusion that can cause this situation that that you're now talking about. If you want to know your air code, PJ, you say you know your air code, that's fine. I was at a a Carrigaline CFR community first responder event uh, two or three weekends ago, hugely successful event where they taught hands-only CPR. There was about 1,500 people through the event during the day. During that day, believe it or not, PJ, in spite of all the discussions we've had, I was checking people's air codes for them and making sure they had them.
0: Mm. I think I actually have that to hand now, Gary. Let's let's see if this is the, the, the clip you're talking about. Here we go. This is the National Ambulance Service mobile data terminal. Um, With pinpoint accuracy, it'll take us to any call we're going to. If we're in an area we don't know, this bit of technology
2: and kit will get us to that call. We're encouraging people to know the air code on their property, and if they have to ring 112 or 999 for an emergency, to give the air code. What we're seeing here now is a very practical example of the technology in our ambulances and the air code for your property working hand-in-hand hand to reduce the response time for our ambulances in getting to you, the patient. Now that's
0: two ministers telling us that we should probably should know our air code. More misleading stuff, is it, Gary?
2: Yeah, uh, primarily the bit where a minister is telling you to know your code. Because let me just remind go back to what I was saying about the CFR event. I asked people, did they know their air code? And if they didn't, I was helping them get it. And if for any reason there was a problem with their air code, I was getting them the locate code. Because that's what locate code is for now, to fill in all the gaps. Many people said to me, they knew their air code. And when I asked them, say, give it to me so I could put it into air code finder to just check it for them, they struggled with it. And this is always going to be the case. Some people will be fine. Some people under pressure, and especially if they or someone else is in dire need of medical attention, they're under pressure, they're under stress. Remembering a random code isn't going to be easy. And this is not a test. In other words, you know, we're going to test you. Do you know your code when you make the call? And if you pass, we'll get you medical attention. And if you fail, we won't. That is not true. And the ambulance service and the HSC would never say that to you. Our advice is to write it down, to save it, to display it somewhere. And you, PJ, said that you know it, but your wife doesn't. Yeah. God forbid, PJ, if you're lying on the ground and she's looking at you and she's yeah. trying to poke you to get you. What? What? What was the air code? That's just an inconceivable uh, situation. It. It. First of all, she doesn't need it. She should go ahead and read 999-112 anyhow and get through it. And they, God, these people are well used to extracting addresses and directions over the years. It isn't perfect. So having the air code will help but it, it and it will speed up things, but it's not essential. And in your case, then the air code should be displayed somewhere around the house. And I'm told in your office there, for instance, that it is displayed, it is. It which is, is, yeah. is, is fantastic. And that's exactly what the message should be going out to people. The, the Department of Communications have decided that air code is essential for emergency response. And locate code is rowing in behind that and saying, OK, yes, it is. So if it is, let's display it. Let's make sure that everybody in the house, including babysitters, don't forget. Or if you're a hotel, visitors or guest house, visitors have it and have it to hand. And that point as well is the address should be there as well, especially for babysitters and visitors. But knowing it is 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 nice, but it's not Anyway, uh, proper, considered advice. The the other thing, uh, PJ, and the last point, and and I don't want to labour this, is that many, many codes, air codes, are not correct. Now, okay, Mm -hmm. so now people say, Gary's get partisan now at this stage. But it is a fact, and I've checked this, and I've gone to events, CFR events, and I've checked it with people. Either codes can be pointing to the wrong location, or that when they're used, they can misguide somebody, or there are no codes at all. For instance, in UCC, 40% of the well, buildings. Well, I'll tell you a story off. now, yeah.
0: Gary, right? I'll tell you something now. When I saw that point being made by you in communication you had with Virgil, I checked. First of all, I went into the air code finder and put in my own address, and yes. it came up with the air code as I would expect. Yes. I then reverse searched my own air code. Yes. And it was for next door. Okay. No, it's Let
2: me only explain. next door. But, yeah. You know. Well, in the last two or three weeks, and look, for, for a long period now, people have been telling me about this and reporting this to me. Unfortunately, there is no process by the Department of Communications for people to formally and quickly and efficiently report that their air codes are wrong. And that's why Locate Code jumps in and says, well, look, don't worry about that. Just create a Locate Code and we'll solve the problem. Again, advising people that is not essential. But the number one piece of advice is not know your air code it is check your air code what is the point of a postman having put a piece of paper in your door 2 3 years ago whatever it is at this stage and you pinned it up on the on the notice board or Most likely it's gone well missing at this stage, but let's imagine it's still on the notice board. Nobody has ever checked that that is correct. Those codes were generated by computers. No human went and said, look, that's definitely the right one for that house. It was given to a postman with an address, and the postman was asked to try and put a name on it and try and get it in the right door. And no fault in the postman, but some of them were put in the wrong doors. So nobody has ever checked these codes. And yet we have a minister for communication saying, just pick it up, look at it and know it. That's all you need to do. That is not correct. What is correct is that you need to go through a process, take responsibility for it yourself. Everybody in this country needs to take responsibility for their air code. Why am I saying all this? Well, as you know, PJ, I worked in the Navy for many years. Yeah. I, I worked I'm a professional in navigation and the first thing you ever do when you get a latitude and longitude or anything that is a destination is you double check it. And and all the time during the process you double check it. This has not happened with air codes. So people have to do it for themselves. Okay and they have to do it for people who can't. Like that poor lady, obviously, well, maybe she did it herself, or maybe she just got what came through the, the letterbox and she posted it up
0: somewhere. Well, according to the counsellor, she had it, but it was downstairs on the hall yes. table or in her other phone downstairs, yes. and she couldn't get off the bedroom floor.
2: And there will be plenty of situations where people will not have access to their air code, and that should not matter. We can help by checking it, we can help by displaying it, We can help by if there is no good air code, if there's no air code exists at all or it's wrong or it misleads, then create a locate code. We can help with all those and and help. we're helping the ambulance service. We're helping those call takers who are enormously well trained people, uh, caring people and uh, very professional people and very efficient people. But we need to help them. And it's up to us to do a little bit of work ourselves uh, and therefore check and display your code is, is the big message. And we need to be aware that some of the information that is coming from the Department of Communications, who has no input whatsoever to the ambulance service of the HSE, is pro- providing ill-conceived um, advice to the public in relation to using air code for emergencies. If okay. they want to talk about using air code for the post, which they don't talk about, which is very strange, you might think, PJ, seeing as that's what it was designed for in the first place, they don't talk about it all now, but they start talking about it for ambulance service, then they should u- leave that to the professionals, okay. the ambulance service and the HSP. One
0: they question said, for you, Gary, coming in from, from Morris, who wants to know, does every house now have an air code or are places with very low density, like rural areas, are are they off the grid, as it were?
2: There's some missing. There's no doubt there's air codes missing. Uh, New properties take some time to get them. And in some cases, I was told during the week that someone gave uh, an air code to a a care doc, Uh, you know, a a, a mobile doctor service to come to them, and they put it into Google and they came to the wrong location. That's because the, the air code was pointing to the wrong location. But people should also know that when they're told that Google Maps supports air code, Google Maps have not updated their database with air codes for over a year. So that means there are 50,000 new built properties with new air codes that don't exist in Google. Oh, so yeah. if a doctor is trying to get to somewhere, he may try to put a, an air code into Google and it, and it just doesn't mm. acknowledge it. It has the so smell of a mess, of Gary. The problem is misinformation, PJ. The problem is the wrong people are communicating and they're communicating for the wrong reason. And, okay, you could possibly say that of me, but I'm trying to be partisan. I'm saying air code is the code that we should be using. Uh, If you have it and it works, you've checked it and it works, then that's what you should be using uh, when you call the emergency services. Again, the writer is, if you haven't got it, that's fine. Get on with the call. The, the, the call takers will solve that and no call taker from the ambulance service or ECAS should be telling you, and I would, I would say, I find it hard to believe that they did say this, but I'm not disbelieving anybody, uh, they should not be telling you that you have to have an air code because okay. there are plenty of places that don't have air codes.
0: Okay, Gary, listen, thanks for your time. Gary Delaney um, from Locate Code, that's his company, but they actively promote air code as the primary code